0: Welcome to Bible chapter every day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Revelation 14. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we're thankful that you do cause your people to overcome, that you do save them. You deserve all the praise. You are great. You are amazing. You've done so many wonderful things for your people. Amen. Revelation 14 And I looked, and behold, the Lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him one hundred forty four thousand, who had his name and the name of his Father written on their foreheads. And I heard a sound from heaven like the sound of many waters, and like the sound of loud thunder. And the sound that I heard was like harpists playing on their harps, and they were singing something like a new song before the throne, and before the four living creatures and the elders. And no one was able to learn the song except the 144,000 who had been bought from the earth. These are those who have not been defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are the ones who follow the Lamb wherever He goes. These were bought from humanity as first fruits to God and to the Lamb. And in their mouth a lie was not found. They are blameless. And I saw another angel flying directly overhead, having an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who reside on the earth, and to every nation, and tribe, and language, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God, and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come, and worship the one who made the heaven, and the earth, and the sea, and the springs of water. And another second angel followed, saying, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great who caused all the nations to drink from the wine of the passion of her sexual immorality. And another third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image, and receives a mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself also will drink of the wine of the anger of God, that has been mixed full strength in the cup of his wrath, and will be tortured with fire and sulfur in the presence of the holy angels, and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torture went up for ever and ever. And those who worshipped the beast and his image did not have rest day and night, along with anyone who received the mark of his name. Here is the patient endurance of the saints, those who keep the commandments of God and the faith in Jesus. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Write, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, in order that they may rest from their labors, for their deeds follow after them. And I looked, and behold, a white cloud. And on the cloud was seated one like a son of man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the temple, crying out with a loud voice to the one seated on the cloud, Send out your sickle and reap, Because the hour to reap has come, because the harvest of the earth is ripe. And the one seated in the cloud swung his sickle on the earth, and the earth was reaped. And another angel came out of the temple that is in heaven. He also had a sharp sickle. And another angel who had authority over the fire went out from the altar, and he called out with a loud voice to the one who had the sharp sickle, saying, Send out your sharp sickle, and harvest the clusters of grapes from the vine of the earth because its grapes are at their prime. And the angel swung his sickle into the earth, and harvested the vine of the earth, and threw the grapes into the great winepress of the wrath of God. And the winepress was stomped outside the city, and blood went out from the winepress up to the bridles of the horses, about one thousand six hundred stadia. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. This chapter starts with the 144,000 again. We had these 144,000 in chapter 7 when they were sealed on their forehead. So here they are again, and they are singing a new song very loudly. It is probably a song of praise to God based on their experiences on the earth. John describes the 144,000 as virgins who do not lie and blameless. I think this is a figurative way of saying that they are sinless, based on the sacrifice of Jesus. Also, it sounds like they are all male, but I think that is figurative as well, since I think that they represent all of God's people. Then there is an angel flying and proclaiming the gospel to the earth. Gospel means good news. But what he preaches doesn't necessarily sound good to the earth. He says to give God glory, because the hour of judgment has come. But this is good news to the 144,000. Then a second angel follows, saying that Babylon has fallen. In usual human terms, that would indicate that the city had been taken by an enemy. Babylon in the Bible is the picture of the city that is against God. By the time John wrote, it was not such an important city anymore. There will be more said about Babylon later in the book. The major sin mentioned of Babylon is sexual immorality, which is likely figurative as well for idol worship, although idol worship and sexual sins often went together. Then a third angel proclaims doom on those who have the mark of the beast. They will have to drink a cup, which is a figure for punishment. Verse 11, and the smoke of their torture went up forever and ever, and those who worshiped the beast and his image did not have rest day and night, along with anyone who received the mark of his name. That may be literal or figurative, but the point that this is the final destruction of the wicked is obvious to me. This is not the one-third dying that we had earlier. Verse 13 is the positive side. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Write, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, in order that they may rest from their labors, for their deeds follow after them. Then John sees a man on a cloud with a sickle who reaps the earth. It sounds like this is the grain harvest. And then there's an angel who comes out of the temple in heaven and reaps the grape harvest and throws the grapes into the winepress of the wrath of God. So this harvest is one of judgment on the wicked. A winepress was usually cut out of rock where they would put the grapes and then stomp on them so that the grape juice would run out. The grape juice here is described as blood, and there is so much. It is up to the horse's bridle, which would be roughly five feet off the ground or a little under two meters for those outside of the U.S., and it went for 1,600 stadia, which would be about 200 miles or 300 kilometers. And now for a deeper dive. This is a good time for a reminder that numbers in the book of Revelation are symbolic. We already talked about the symbolic nature of the 144,000. I don't recall 1,600 being a significant number in the Bible. However, 40 is a significant number in the Bible. In the flood of Noah, it rained for 40 days. The Israelites wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. Jesus was tempted in the wilderness for 40 days. And 40 times 40 is 1,600. 1,600. So this would perhaps indicate the ultimate, or final, testing and judgment. I think the general point of this chapter is clear, that God's people are safe, and those who are against God get final punishment. But we are only a little past the halfway point in the book of Revelation, so what more can be said? Well, remember in 1 John how John didn't cover each topic and move on, but rather wove the themes throughout the letter? so that he kept covering things again in a little different way each time. So, I think we can see that happening in Revelation as well. We had Babylon show up in this chapter as fallen, but that will come up again later too. Some people have looked at this chapter and the 144,000 singing in heaven with harp sounds, and think that when we go to heaven, we play on harps and sing all the time. And I do think that we will praise God all the time in heaven and rejoice at his presence. But I don't think that we could really understand now what it will be like then, so it has to be figurative. But we can understand from the figure here that it will be good for God's people. And that is all we really need to know for sure right now. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.